0: Good evening and welcome to the Fistful Podcast, y'all. I'm your host, Krista Christ, that Reveals the Most. And in tonight's episode, I will be interviewing another Black excellence, independent artist and songwriter and musician from the Sarasota, Florida location here at the Loud and Strong Studio. And I just want to tell y'all and let y'all know a little secret. Mr. Tyrell Music Man Butler is also known as the man with the golden voice and he has a passion in creative music that changes people's lives and in tonight's episode it's going to be a special interview that includes questions from his background, entrepreneurship, spirituality, black community, and black love followed by random questions that has been picked from you guys, my special audience, And then after that, he's going to perform for us here live, lit, and local. So stay tuned, and thank you for tuning in with me if you are a new listener. And if you are a regular listener and supporter, welcome back, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. And stay tuned, you guys. This is going to be a great episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A fistful Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Christ, that reveals the most. On tonight's episode, I have a special guest with me by the name of Mr. Tyrell Music Man Butler. And the reason why he's special tonight is because we are two different strangers that came together under a connection and a spiritual connection. And it was a random connection. And also, Mr. Tyrell is closing out my season four of Black Excellence season tonight. With his special performance and his exclusive interview. And as we proceed with this episode, he will be interviewed, living a black season life as a Fistful Podcast here, a guest. So stay tuned, and I'm going to go ahead and open with a prayer. As a faith driven entrepreneur with a faith based business and platforms, i come to you tonight with a humbled heart and peace of mind to lift everyone here standing with me before you i pray that we blow the roof off of these laughs sincerity and genuine responses but most importantly our own raw truths to help and inspire others that may tune in or replay with us i i pray that the feedback and responses from tonight's show bring us the most unexpected blessings from all the right people and things with an unexpected purpose behind it. In Jesus' name, we thank you, and I am grateful to have each and every one of you for showing up with me and allowing God to show out with us. Now let's love, laugh, encourage, and enjoy tonight's show. In Jesus' name, I ask and I pray. Amen. 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 So, Mrs. Hyrell, Yes. Um, we met on IG. Mm-hmm. I think it was through a follow, mm-hmm. and I went through your social media page and seen this particular video of you singing "I'm Sorry."
1: Correct. And
0: mm-hmm. ever since then, that caught my eye. That song, that song was awesome to me. So I had to. I had to get him on my show, <laughs> especially in this season. And it and it was so crazy and it was so uh, spontaneous because it's in the season that I'm doing black excellence on. And I wanted that black excellence on my show. That's that's the kind of talent that I was looking for. That's the kind of t- talent that I've been looking for the whole season. So um, I want him to go ahead and introduce himself and tell us a little bit more about him. And we're gonna go into his interview questions after that and randomize the questions from the audience as well. So
2: okay, um, my name is Tyrell, music man, butler. <laughs> um, I am 28 years old. I was born in Sarasota, Florida. Um, music is basically my life. I mean, that's 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 everything to me. I, I breathe, sleep, and eat that, I mean, uh, of course, I put God first. I mean, without him, none of this would even be possible. What? Um, also, me being legally blind, which a lot of people don't know, but I am legally blind, um, and I am a uh, type 1 diabetic. So because of me having diabetes for 20 years, I've had a lot of complications, but I haven't given up on my dream at all, because I know that through Christ, anything is possible. So I continue to keep moving and just continue to keep writing. And love is my story. I spread love in anything that I write musically. Um, yeah, that's that's basically okay. my life story. <laughs>
0: so the name, the man with the golden voice, we're gonna start <laughs> there. What does that name mean? What was um, it derived from?
2: Well, here's the funny thing. My grandma would kill me, but um, you know <laughs> I, I'm a type of person who's a big family man, so I hang out with my grandma every now and then and she would bring me to um, one of her local bars that she go to and they would have karaoke night. And there's a lot of older people, so I just took it upon myself one night just to go and and sing. And uh, from there, that's what everybody started calling me. Um, And then now, every time I go back to that same bar to sing, that's what they call me. That's what I'm known by is the man with the golden voice. (laughs) Oh,
0: wow. Okay, so at what age did you take entrance to music?
2: Um, I would say about six. About six.
0: About six. Yes. And where did where did it come from? Did it
2: come from church or was you just? Um, it was a mixture of church and just being at home. Um, I was always the odd kid. I mean, I have two brothers, um, and they would play games and video games and stuff like that. And I was always the type of person who drew interest more into music. So I would listen to CDs and stuff like that. And uh, Brian McKnight was one of my like, go-to, like, I would listen to him all day long, like, every day. Like, every day, especially from school. I would come home and just run upstairs and put that CD in and it was a wrap after that.
0: Okay, so, at what age would you say you first started your music career and was like, hey, I want to make this serious. I want to be permanently passionate about this.
2: Um, well, my uncle, his name is Michael J. Kinsey. He's actually here in Sarasota, Florida. Um, my mom, um, Realized that I had a gift um, just being in church, and she wanted me to audition for my uncle. I know that sounds crazy, but my uncle is pretty much known here in Sarasota. He's a producer, uh, writer, and everything like that, so I auditioned for him. And uh, he kind of took me under his wing at an early age. I would say probably the age of 12. Okay. And ever since then, um, I learned how to to write music and uh, really capture my feelings and how I felt. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. into a song
0: okay so moving to entrepreneurship wise, Mm -hmm. have you ever had a bad performance
2: i have oh Um, my
1: god (laughs) why
2: um nervousness you know starting out being nervous uh performing in front of people not knowing what they're going to think of my voice and um just not really believing in myself um me being a troubled kid you know growing up um you know, I had a lot of struggles as far as abuse and stuff like that, so I had low self-esteem. So, with that being said, I always wonder what people thought about me, and yeah, and if I second-guess myself, that becomes a bad performance. (laughs) Oh,
0: wow. So, how do you handle the bad performances versus the good ones?
2: You learn from them. I mean, you you go back and review what happened, what you can do better, and you just try to change that. Um, You see the crowd's response, how they respond to your body language, how they respond to you performing, and you just, you go from there. I mean, you just, you learn from your mistakes.
0: Okay. So how hard was it to really step out on your own while trying to balance real life at the same time? You know, you have your, your health, you have other people around you, you mm-hmm. have family, you have friends. But when you, you know, decide to step out on faith on your own and pursue yourself, how hard was that to balance everything?
2: Um, at first, it was hard, but then, uh, you know, me being a, a firm believer in God—that that—that's really what kept me grounded. I mean, being faith-based, um, allowing God to move and work in my life. I mean, nobody can do it for, me, for you. Your family, your friends, nobody can do it for you. You have to. De- I depend on God to do it for me, um, and just me with action. So, God plus action equals a great <laughs> performance. After that, Amen. okay, okay.
0: So. so, as a black. Entrepreneur mm-hmm. and artist, right? And knowing what you know now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: would you? What advice would you give another entrepreneur coming up for yourself? Is it hard being an entrepreneur, period, or is it hard being a black entrepreneur, or is it hard in the industry itself?
2: Oh, it's hard in the industry itself. I mean, Woo! whether you're black, you're white, damn. Puerto Rican, or it's it's hard within <laughs> itself. I mean, I mean, nothing that you do. You can't do it without hard work. You have to have hard work, period. I mean, okay. um, I agree with that. Yeah, just hard work and consistency. That's the main thing. I always used to say that, you know, um, God doesn't move off of your gifts and talents, He moves off of your consistency.
1: Mm-hmm. So what if you're, you're say, consistent
2: God? in what you do, God will elevate you.
1: Amen. What you
0: say? Mm-hmm. So far as community wise, and I know we have a thing to where when we get to that level, mm-hmm we want to reach back we want to give back oh yes so do you think or shall i say how do you think your music handles and you know comes to contributing to a black community or any community how does your music contribute to it
2: oh great um well, like I said, um, mainly my music spreads love. Um, I believe that my music can heal, broken relationships can uh, heal. I um, believe that too, I'm sorry. Any, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I believe that the first thing to do is, is, is admitting you know, your your mistakes or your wrongs. I mean, and that's in any situation, it's not even just in a relationship or anything, but just knowing how to fix it and wanting to fix it. Um, I believe my music can just bring healing to the black community or any community really, um, when it comes to that, I mean, I believe that I can, I can help with, you know, love and, and bringing back that. Um, just like the old days, I mean, I'm young, but I have like an old, older style of writing. Mm. okay, <laughs>
0: okay. So would you say you're doing enough at your level where you're at now, or would you say you're not doing enough? Like, you're proud of yourself. You're at the moment where you've been trying to get to.
2: Um, I wouldn't say I'm at the moment that I'm trying to get to yet. Um, I'm definitely working on it. I don't, I don't. I, I, even if you're in the industry, I don't think that anybody is done, continue growing. I mean, I believe everybody has something to learn every day. Yeah, That's grow
0: every the gotcha, day. huh? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, spirituality-wise. Oh, yes. Do you think your music is connected with you spiritually-wise? Like, if you had a bad performance mm-hmm. or a bad turnout for something, do you think, how would you handle it spiritually?
2: Um, just pray about it and say, God, you know, please show me the <laughs> the right way to perform. Oh, and my goodness. Just, you know, because the, the problem with that, I, I used to beat myself up about it a lot me and, my, uh-huh. me and my wife used to talk about it all the time and she used to tell me not to beat myself up about it but I, I used to because I always wanted to make sure I was pleasing in not only God's eyes but into to the world's eyes too but I realized that you know it's not just about pleasing everybody I mean there's gonna be people who don't like my music That's but true. long as I'm doing it correctly and long as I'm doing it what God wants me to do I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with it you know
0: okay so at the position that you're in now uh huh how do you handle balancing that with wifey time? I, I know artists get busy, I know. <laughs> Trust crazy. me, I yeah. do. Mm-hmm. We get busy with the role, we get busy with the writing, the editing, everything. But how do you balance that with quality time with your spouse? Oh,
2: there's always gonna be wifey time. She know I don't even play by her. Oh, yeah, the, the, I okay, set, I shut okay. the studio down, you know, and you know, I always, I, I produce, music as well so when I have friends that come over and stuff and still wanna do studio work I, I tell her hey 9.30 10 o'clock we gotta shut it down you know oh. it's it's wifey time you know yeah, you gotta have that balance cause that can cause that can cause a lot of friction in your marriage that's
0: true that's very true you know
2: true. Um, God gave me her so I gotta be wise with mm-hmm. her as well so
0: that's true mhm okay so these are questions from the audience that oh, I'm I ready. randomly picked okay and the first line comes from Miss Yolanda from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Who inspired you to make music?
2: Oh man! Um, like I said, first off, it had to be Brian McKnight. I mean, there's a variety of different music artists who has like nobody in my family has inspired me. It's just, it was just something that I picked up on because it made me feel good listening to that type okay. of music. So it started out with like Brian McKnight, Maxwell, because my mom always played Maxwell, Eric Benet, um, always these people who did love songs. Mm, and okay. me being a young individual, I I knew that I needed love at that time because I didn't have a dad growing up. Aww. So the music is what kind of helped me get through and helped me uh, not be so much of a trouble kid. The music was healing for me, right?
0: So how? else did the music play a big role in your mentality-wise, mental state, or in your um, your growing up phase, like, for self-healing? Because as a kid, we don't, we think, because we're young, we don't have that many options. Like, right. as an adult, we have therapy, we, we know those options. But right. as a kid, we don't know those actual resources. So how do you think that portrayed a big impact on your self-healing as a child?
2: Um, it was weird because, like, I, music, I don't know, it always made me change. Like, if I had a bad day or whatever, music always put me in a certain, uh, mode, a certain mood. And Aww. I would just, wouldn't, I would just block out everything that was going on. And music just really, like, it comforted me. And then okay. once I realized that I had the gift to do it as well, I started putting all my time and energy into that because I wanted to be great just like the greats. Okay. So,
0: So, is it, with your help Ben yes. is it hard to balance that with your music your passion for music
2: it is it is um at times especially having uh, diabetes is it's it's very hard um type 1 um you know taking shots every day and and then I have a digestive issue that came from 20 years of diabetes so it kind of plays a role because most of the time I'm in and out of the hospital um but it's like as soon as I get better, I'm I'm right back at it again. Right. You know, I don't stop.
0: Because it's a gift. Right. Yeah. So, next question. Who first got you into music? And this is from Chris in Miami, Florida. Okay. But I think we answered it. Yeah,
2: I think we answered it in that.
0: Okay. Next one was from Mark, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm hmm How would you describe the music that you typically create?
2: Um, this is that's the funny part a lot of people ask that too um (laughs) most of my music is actually just inspired off of just what's happened to me in my life as far Mm -hmm. as relationships um before my wife none of them lasted like they were all horrible whether and it wasn't even my fault and i can Uh honestly say that and and i honestly can be honest about that you know i'm 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 a man of my word um but I've always wondered why I've always got cheated on I was always the outcast I was weird I was either too nice uh, too saved which is crazy How can you be too saved oh, um, okay, okay. so a lot of you know relationship stuff I began to write about and how they could be fixed and a lot of people were able to relate based on what I was writing and then now my wife inspires me every song that I write now is inspired from my wife Aww, every so last one of them <laughs>
0: But I'm sorry, was, was that inspired That's well?
2: definitely inspired by my wife. Um, I can admit as a man that, you know, we make mistakes and oh. we're not perfect. I, You know, I've never done anything in that aspect to where I can destroy her life, but I have made mistakes as a man that I can honestly say that I wanted to fix. And the only way that I knew how to fix it was to be able to write it down into a song because that's how wow. I write down and channel my emotions into a song. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I have somebody to ask me that on the way here. Mm-hmm. Asked me, Why do you like that song so much? Because I I always pick it for like a promo on a story or even I shared it. I shared the video. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, they was like, why are you always picking that one? Why you? He got <laughs> others. And i was like. It's just something about when a man is honest.
2: Right. It's genuine. It's It's, it's very genuine. You you see what I'm saying? Right. Because
0: we don't get that a lot. Right. You know, and and you're taught at a young age to withhold your feelings and your emotions. So when you finally see somebody that put theirs out there, I'm like, girl, that's a whole different vibe. Right. I mean, R&B is R&B, but you can sense the genuineness in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. So. And another question comes from Rena in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. She wants to know what is your creative process like?
2: Oh man. What <laughs> is my creative process? Um, the music first is what inspires me. I mean I have to I have to feel a certain way just by listening to music. And me being a musician myself, um, if anybody knows about playing the piano, like minor keys is basically my go-to I'm I'm an emotional being as a man I can admit um, so and also I'm a Gemini so I'm a lot of people I know people oh, don't like Gemini's oh my but when I God. tap Geminis. into that other side right you know I like the minor keys and I just I don't know I go for it it's like it just speaks to me the music speaks to me and then it's like it's there it's okay. there okay
0: and George in Bronx New York mm-hmm. he wants to know who would you most likely to collaborate with in the future
2: do in the future yourself? well I, I always wanted to do Brian McKnight but he's getting older he's way up there now he's he's yes. like, he's in his 50s now so by the time man I mean but he still sounds amazing though even at his age that's true so I still would do it with Brian McKnight like I still <laughs> would do a collab with him like I don't care
0: <laughs> okay okay so Sandra from Charleston South Carolina
1: mm-hmm.
0: she wants to know if you could go open a show for anyone what artist would it be
2: that is a very interesting, and I, and it, the, the the funny part is I won't even say Brian McKnight for that. Um oh. I probably would say, man, probably like Maxwell or Eric Benet, probably or if Prince was still alive, probably Prince too. Okay, okay, yeah.
0: Okay. So my question is: What is a message you would give your fans?
2: Hmm. What is a message I'll give my fans? Um, I feel like don't even be intimidated with your gifts. I mean, go for it, go for it, no matter what what's going on. Like I said, I'm I'm legally blind, so most of the time, even when I'm I'm performing or even ministering, because I I do minister in church, there's a difference between mm-hmm. performing and ministering. But when I'm in church, I still can't see, so. You just got to trust God and allow him to work through you. Like, no matter what disability you have or whatever you have, just continue to do what God wants you to do. And just be obedient to that. And if you have gifts, don't give up on them just because you may have a disability. Mm-hmm. Always go for it.
0: What that?
1: Hmm.
0: And Jackie from Norfolk, Virginia, mm-hmm. wants to know, do you sing in the shower? If so, <laughs> what is your favorite song?
2: I think I'm kind of selfish because like I don't really listen to the radio, so I only listen to my music mainly. Oh my and, God, really? Yeah, and I'm sure I drive my wife crazy because it's more than just a shower where I sing. Like I aggravate <laughs> the crap out of her. I don't care if I'm going to the fridge to get something out of the fridge, frying something. Like I, I have to sing about it. Like it's just I don't know. It's just in me. It's natural. And Aww. the At least song. You're yeah, I'm very honest mm-hmm. about it. I mean, I I was just doing that today while she was driving, aggravating the crap out of her while I was just oh bothering goodness. her. You know, um, favorite song that I would probably say would be "Music Soul Child." Uh, okay, I can do
0: that. Okay.
2: Yeah, "Just Friends" is one of my absolute favorite songs to sing. So. Okay. Okay.
0: So if it wasn't for your music as a long-term career option now. What would you be doing?
2: That is a very great question. Um, that's so my question. That's your question? Yes. Okay. So here's the thing: I actually have many talents. Okay. So and I I do them all equally as well as singing. Okay. So that's the funny thing. Um, but I was uh, heavy into playing basketball. Um, I I realized that if I wasn't doing music, I probably went to, probably would have went to college for that. And probably try to go to pro for that. Uh, I love to play basketball. Basketball? Um, or I, I am a trained chef as well, so oh, okay, I I, I okay. cook, throw down, and I do all of them equally as well. So gymnastics as well.
1: Look, I, you got a jumper. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay, <laughs> I do.
0: And Sandra from Miami, Florida, mm-hmm. wants to know where have you performed and what was your favorite venue?
2: Oh goodness. Um, well, honestly, I won't even say any worldly places. I would honestly say in front of my home church in Orlando because that was a big church. That was a big step for me. It was a lot of members there, thousands of members. Okay, So I started out at a young age where, um, probably around 14, where I started singing in front of those many people. And that was my favorite because they were able to, I get to see what God was able to do through me. and. They responded fairly well um, to me and encouraged me as a, as a younging, and that would be my 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 go to as far as experience. And what I would say was my favorite venue was actually church. <laughs> okay, I,
0: you know what? This is funny because I can only sing gospel.
2: Really? <laughs> r
0: I can try karaoke all night, but gospel? I really hit my notes. I'm really there. I'm in tune. I'm on mm-hmm. beat. That's it.
2: Oh wow. So, I like, love you know, it. I love it. I
0: don't know. Maybe it's just he trying to tell me something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll see about it later. I don't know. <laughs> and so, how do you feel that the internet or social media platforms has impacted your music career thus far?
2: I'm going to be honest. Like, a lot of people don't even notice, but I don't even run any of my pages as far as Facebook or oh. Instagram or any of that. You know, my wife is my best friend. Like, she knows how to work Aww. work that thing. Like, she's been on my side from the very beginning you with go that. go, girl. Like, she works that. Like, you think you're talking to music man. You, you ain't talking to music man. You talking to Anya Butler. Like, that. that's who you talking to. And, or she'll, way, you know, that's... that's the way she on, that's, Yeah. That's teamwork. She's on my team. Like, she's my biggest that's, supporter. Make the
0: dream work. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't do it without a
2: team. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: So, which famous musician do you admire to I know we said Brian McKnight. Oh yeah. But which one do you really admire admire? And why?
2: Musician wise, I have to say Stevie Wonder. I mean just his challenges growing up and I'm sure it was difficult for him and we're going through similar things now. Um mm-hmm. and just his musicianship as a blind person, like I mean he plays better than most people who have their sight so, I mean, wow. it's it's very aspiring to me who's, you know, legally blind. And it's like, man, if he can do it, I can do it, you know. What you saying? <laughs> Won't
1: he do it? He, he's for
0: everybody. Oh, yes. So what you saying? Tisha from Flint, Michigan wants to know, what's the best advice you've been given? Oh, man.
2: Um... And honestly, I would say what my wife tells me all the time, and even though it it, it gets on my nerves, it, it sinks in, and it's like I can't stop thinking about. It, but she will say, "Don't let your disability be a limitation."
0: What? That's a powerful woman. Yeah. And, and she's a prayer warrior. Oh yeah. Oh, that's my, my baby. God. Oh. That's my baby. Say less. You I know, know. prayer mm-hmm. warriors are the best. <laughs> I know. And if you could change anything about the industry
2: what would it be? I feel like they should give more people a chance in the industry with, you know, the gifts that they have because there's a lot of talented people out there and the industry is so hard to get into now.
1: That is true. I what
2: mean, you, you either gotta know somebody who knows somebody mm-hmm. or uh-huh. you gotta, you know, sell your soul to get in there but it, it's, a, it's a tough, there's a lot of people who are, who are built for this and they they will never see the the time of day to get into the that industry. Is so so true. I, I feel like they should just ease up a little more and do more uh, like talent scouts and stuff like that to to get some of these people out there. Man, I mean,
0: for so wean them out.
2: Yeah. Wean-
0: <laughs> 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 I agree. Trust me, I agree. That's mm-hmm. the same for writers. The same for um, right podcasters. I agree because I'm in the industry too. It's a tough in- industry, right? it's the true They put mm-hmm. out an episode Monday and Wednesday, and here I go Saturday and Sunday. It's like, whoa, girl. Right. Well, <laughs> we can inspire each other, right? So, right. So, what's next for you, Mr. Tyrell?
2: What is next for me? Um, right now uh i love working with with artists i mean even as a, a ghostwriter, um it's like i don't know it's like i want to do so many things i just got to figure out how to cha- channel and balance everything i mean i want to make myself as an artist but also help other people uh-huh. in the artists um i don't know i just have a passion for people so i'd be wanting to help people you know That's uh true. get on get on get on the road get going um so that's, that's what's next, just continue performing around her, getting my name out here and, and doing God's work. And that's, that's pretty much it. Wherever he leaves me, however it goes. Amen.
0: So where do you see yourself in the next five
2: years? Oh, I'm going to be in the industry in the next five years. What? Yeah. You're to claim it, receive yeah.
0: it. Yes. Yeah. Right. I understand that.
2: I ain't taking nothing less, okay. you know.
0: Okay,
2: okay. So you ask, you know, you have not because you ask not, so...
0: Mm. Five and years. And that's right. That's a goal, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely going for it. Okay, okay. So, what do you consider yourself as a local artist, independent artist, or underground artist?
2: Um, I would say uh, um, local and independent. Okay, okay. Um, it it took me a while to even establish my name here in in Sarasota. Um. I always tell my wife we laugh about it all the time because people used to laugh at me because they never took me seriously about my music. I started out doing karaoke and stuff like that, but honestly, karaoke is what kind of got me out there to where I'm at now. Really? Right. That's good. You that's know, good. it took me about five years, but I'm here. I mean, I mean, it, wow. it, Better, better now than than never.
0: You had a place. Right. That's that's right. Like, you had a place for a new position. Right. It's
2: Like, okay. Right. Hmm.
0: So, any plans for upcoming Thanksgiving holiday?
2: Yes, I'm actually hosting a artist showcase um, on Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving. Um, like I said, I have a heart for, for people, for artists who have talent, and I want to help them get a platform as well to where they can uh, showcase what they have mm-hmm. and be able to um, you know, build their fan base as well. And that's what I'm passionate about.
0: So what advice would you give someone that doesn't know anything about the industry, but they really love music, and they're they're not known from anywhere? They're, they're just a regular person. Mm-hmm. But they love music, and they're not known, and they want to be known. They desire to be known.
2: Oh, here's a funny thing. Um, it took me a while to even start an Instagram or whatever like that. My wife used to tell me, like, she used to beat me over the head and say, hey, start an Instagram, start a social media page because right now that's what's popular. Yeah. And that's what's getting mm-hmm. people established and, and known. And I used to tell her all the time, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Aww. But now I realize how important it is. Yeah, And very. we we would not even be sitting here right now if I didn't have an Instagram page. That's true. So I took right, my wife's sure. advice, and that's the same advice I would give to them: start a social media page and start marketing. My wife markets every see, day, I every day.
0: See, I said that to one of my family members. They want to do rap, mm-hmm. and they have a SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. But like I told them, you need to establish social media platform. Right. You know, it, it's it's different because. When somebody see you out there trying right. to produce yourself and trying to establish yourself, that mm-hmm. means they see you taking self serious. They gonna want to take you serious. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's it's not like oh I love music. I got this one song. No, that's right. Just, it doesn't stop there.
2: Consistency, so. like I was saying earlier. Exactly. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yes. And
0: it's hard work, but it's hard work for self and within self. Right. And that's. Music to me is actually self-healing because yes. when I get into this little worship, emotional person, I can't express myself to the man above,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I turn to gospel because they've already laid that for me in the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Right. So when I go over it or sing after it, it gives me the words to put on my heart to speak it out, you know what I'm saying? It gives exactly. gives me that. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I use music as that feeling. It says things to me that I can't speak it. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So. But that was it for me and Mr. Tyrell's interview. We're going to go into his performance in a little bit. But before we do, I have a gift for Mr. Tyrell. This is my book. And it is autographed by me. Personally. And this is my gift for being on my show.
2: Thank you so much.
0: You are welcome. I couldn't I couldn't get your size for the hoodie. We was all in a rush and everything and I, I grabbed the first thing I could
2: get to. Look, I, I probably wanna be able to fit it anyway. I'm tiny. No oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not small. tiny than
0: me. I'm 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 shiny. I ain't even saying I'm shiny.
2: I'm small for a man. I'm one forty. I'm tiny.
0: Oh. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and close this portion of the show out with a closing prayer. But before I do that, I want Mr. Tyrell to open up the floor for himself and let you guys know how you can reach out to him, where he can be found, and all of his platforms and information he has to share with you guys.
2: So. Um, you can definitely reach me on Facebook um, under Tyrell Butler. Um, you'll see a picture of me and my wife together. Um or you can reach me on Instagram as well under uh, Tyrell Music Man Butler. And, yeah, you can find me though in those two areas.
0: Do you plan on establishing more social media platforms? I do. I do. Awesome. Awesome. I do. That's the best way to be. Yes. That's the best way. So in closing prayer, I want to go ahead and bow our hands. And we're going to go into it. Lord, we thank you for a blessed night. We know it cannot or may not resonate or touch everyone, but for the ones we do, we thank you and pray that they are ten times as blessed to receive these inspired messages just as we are to give it. I ask that you lead us and guide us in our direction or path that you have chosen for us as individuals, but most importantly, to reach back and grab a brother or sister along the way. Even though we can't take them all, In Jesus' name, we thank you for showing up and showing out while giving us the strength and wisdom to do so as well. We know all things are your way and your will. We thank you for using us on tonight and for any other positive collaboration. Amen, amen, amen. 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 And that will conclude this interview, and we're going to head over for the performance. Stick around. You don't want to miss it. All right. All right. So, welcome back. Welcome back. And I hope y'all enjoyed that special interview. And now, I'm going to go into his performance, the audio version. But if you want to see the full length of this video in full effect, you can also see it on my Facebook, Arthur Chrissy Christ with an S. Or you can visit our YouTube channel, A Fistful Podcast. And you can see their live, lit, and local performance and interview. So go ahead and enjoy this little special tune and audio version. But if you want to see the real deal, you know where to go to. And thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. And y'all be blessed, stay encouraged, and have a good night.
1: you